0: AZSU news update for Monday, October 12th. Back on track, I'm Ken Durr. Traffic and air pollution will be even worse after the pandemic. That's why we support Measure RR to keep Caltrain running. With the election season coming up, you may have heard or seen this ad on your local airwaves, and especially if you live along the peninsula. Ridership on Caltrain has fallen by more than 90% due to the coronavirus, and because 70% of Caltrain's operating budget comes from fares, Caltrain is struggling to keep trains running with no funds to continue the electrification process, which is nearly complete. For now, funding from the CARES Act has helped temporarily to keep things on track. A yes vote on Measure RR would impose a 0.125%, that's one-eighth of a percent, sales tax on San Francisco, San Mateo, and Santa Clara counties over the next 30 years. The measure requires a two-third majority vote to pass and will raise over $100 million per year dedicated to increasing Caltrain service along the peninsula. Opponents of the measure say that existing transportation sales taxes can help fund Caltrain, and that it is already expensive enough to live here. Why not tax the corporations in Silicon Valley instead? Supporters, as you heard in the ad, say that the measure will prevent Caltrain from shut down and alleviate the increase in traffic congestion, especially along Highway 101, as the Bay Area continues to grow. A poll conducted by Caltrain found that 70% of Caltrain riders before the pandemic will return to ride as or more frequent than before. It also addresses an equity issue for those all along the corridor who may not own vehicles or other means of transportation. Should Caltrain shut down, the impacts would be felt strongly here at Stanford, for which Palo Alto Caltrain serves as one of the largest entry points into the university for students, visitors, and most importantly, our workers. More information on Measure RR can be found on the Caltrain website at Caltrain.com. This week in transit news, Santa Clara VTA service changes begin today with commute hour service on line 21, which operates between the Stanford Shopping Center and Santa Clara, increased to a half-hour frequency. Details on minor changes for a few other routes can be found at VTA.org. AC Transit's Customer Service Center in downtown Oakland reopens today for Clipper Card and fare services. The agency will resume fare collection beginning next Monday, October 19th, with the installation complete of plexiglass barriers at the driver's compartment. Google has released plans for how the tech company will transform the area around San Jose's Diridon Station. The 80-acre Downtown West project will feature housing, office space, transit, and retail. If you're driving on Interstate 880 between San Leandro and Milpitas for the first time in a while, be aware that new express lanes have opened, one in each direction. You must use a fast-track flex device to use these lanes. The older fast-track device will require you to pay full price. San Francisco has expanded their Slow Streets program to portions of Clay Street, Noe Street, Pacific, and Tompkins Avenue, bringing the total to 38 miles of street closures for safer pedestrian and bicycling access. Muni drivers are expressing concern over their role in enforcing mass compliance on buses, which they say can put them more at risk for attacks and abuse. This comes after a driver was brutally beaten with a baseball bat for confronting a rider back in July. That's it this week for Back on Track. In other news, students currently living on campus for fall quarter will be automatically eligible to stay on campus for some or all of winter break. Provost Persis Drell has announced the creation of a new task force to consider new measures for studying race and racial justice. The Faculty Senate discussed the possibility of making Election Day an academic holiday. Eight people have been injured too critically after a man lost control of his vehicle and plowed into an outdoor dining area near Grand Century Plaza in San Jose. The firefighter who died last week during a training accident in San Francisco was knocked off a third floor railing by a blast from a water valve he had accidentally turned on. Firefighters in Moraga responded to a 20-30 to acre fire burning in the area of South Moraga last night. It felt like fall for much of last week, but temperatures jumped by 5 to 10 degrees today as part of a warming trend that will take us into the 90s all around the bay by the end of this week. I'm Ken Durr, KZSU News.